perspectives from a child. I remember my older brother had to hold me down from swinging at my mother at 16 years old. And that was the moment when I realized, girl, you need a wake up call. That is exactly what happened. When you want to work on relationships within yourself, then you should look at relationships around you as well. Will working on myself help better those relationships around me? The answer is probably yes. This is a story about um, a different kind of love because this is a love between a mother and a daughter. It's funny that this story makes me think of that question that Tony Robbins asked um, to a young girl in his movie, I'm Not Your Guru. Um, If you haven't seen the movie before, then just watch it. It's definitely worth it. It's on Netflix. And it shows the power of coaching and it's really amazing, the work that he does. But he asked her, Whose love did you crave the most as a child? Crave, keyword. Not who did you love the most, but whose love did you crave the most? For me, it's a simple answer, my mother. She has been the one person in my life that I have seeked the most love and attention from. I believe it stemmed from the need to make her proud, uh, like most children, and because she pushed me the hardest in school. She was over my shoulder watching everything I did to make sure I did it correct. To pass the class, uh, to pass my test, to pass my assignment, to pass my grade. She was right there micromanaging me. Yes, I grew up with a micromanaging mom. And I laugh at myself because till this day, I will tell her like, Ma, get out the kitchen (laughs) as I cook food because it makes me feel so much pressure when she's around me. Like, (laughs) I still haven't gotten over that. (laughs) Um, This is something I'm still working on, actually. And at least now I can express this to her without worrying about getting in trouble. Now, guys, just so you know, I was born in 1991, right? So that was when like ADHD started becoming a thing and you know they were giving kids medicine like it was candy and then at three years old my teacher basically told my mom that I had ADHD and they need to put me on drugs and basically put me in like special needs class or something so my mom she said hell no you are not going to put this is actually the exact way that she says it and I know this because she tells me (laughs) that this is how she said it and she says hell no you are not going to put my daughter in a special needs class you are going to give her all the free resources that this school can supply that she needs to pass her class and I will help her at home so thus started the micromanaging mother I definitely did not realize uh, she was just trying to help me, you know, in her own way, as all parents do. Um, As a kid, obviously, you don't think that. You just, hey, this is my mom, once again, over my shoulder, watching everything I'm doing. And that's what she did. As a kid, I saw this as a bad thing. I saw this as something horrible. I couldn't stand it. And she didn't know that what she was doing was killing my confidence, you know, every time that she pointed out my mistakes and not my progress or like she didn't realize that it was making me like an angry and rebellious child from always watching me, not letting me do my own thing and always feel like I was in a box. Um, She was doing her best, you know, like she did not know and nor did I until I got older that these were things that was brewing in my mind 
because of the micromanaging. You know, they didn't have shit like this back in the day in 1991 to, you know, help parents and teach them how to build their child's confidence. Like she was trying her best. Like she was trying to educate me, you know, and she did it the only way that she knew how. Sit my ass down, do the work. Don't get up until you do it. (laughs) And probably a lot of parents think like that. And when I reflect back on all of those reasons why I didn't like that she was constantly on my ass, um, now I am glad, you know, that she was. Because who knows how far back I would have been even more if I did get put in a special class if she was like, yeah, just give her the medicine. You know, I don't know how that could affect me. Honestly, I think in college, it would have did me so much justice to actually have some kind of ADHD medicine. I. I definitely didn't pass college because of my because <laughs> of my ADHD. I don't want to put blame on that though. You know, it was me too. It's just who I was and that it is what it is. When I started reflecting and looking at this in a different perspective, that was a huge one. Looking back on how my relationship was with my mother and the reasons why it got to where it did just by putting together those pieces of the puzzle and seeing and that different perspective was a huge deal to my personal development and i as i got older i wanted to better my relationship with my mother and i didn't know why there was so much resentment or there was so much like animosity or there was something I had towards her and I couldn't figure it out until I started seeing it from a different perspective and people don't like to look back on the past when it hurts you know people like to forget about it people like to pretend that it didn't happen people even push it out of their mind like they push that memory so far down because it's hard and they just want to forget that because they don't want to deal with it you know that humans don't actually know the difference between memories and a dream. It can become one and become entwined with each other. The mind is an amazing tool. As humans, you have the pleasure of reflecting. You have the pleasure of seeing different perspectives and seeing events in, in a different way. Like, But people don't utilize that part of their mind. They rather push it aside and let it just fester into just like insecurities and reasons why they're so hateful or whatever it is that builds up within you. People just push it and push it when all you have to do is take it, put it in your hand, look at it, think about it, analyze it, take it apart and put it back together. Think of why. How could this have been different? What was the other person's thought? Huge, huge deal. And even till this day, um, it, it's hard. Like it, I understand, you know, um, working on my relationship with my mother because we are so different um, in just all aspects. Um, we're different in our fashion, how we see love. I want to live in a van. She thinks I'm crazy. Like, and, and I think that's what she also loves about me, that I am just so out there. But we're different. And, you know, you have to compromise when people are different than you. Actually, yesterday, funny enough, so I made spaghetti. For the first time, I made spaghetti sauce. And apparently, I put too much paste in it. Paste makes it, like, 
tangy or has some kind of weird flavor. And um, this was the first time I made spaghetti sauce, but I, it is what it is. I put it in, I followed a recipe. The recipe wasn't that great. No, it's not grandma's. We ate it. I actually, <laughs> I actually found out that the next day, um, no, I found out that night that my mother put some of my grandmother's sauce in it to make it taste better. <laughs> and I was just like, all right, well, thanks. And then the next day I was upstairs in my room and I was listening to her having a conversation with my father. And my mother said, oh, she messed up that sauce. Oh, like, ugh, you know, that. And my dad said, she tried, you know, she just tried. And I didn't hear anything after that. Um, it got pretty silent. And I just smiled, um, mainly because my dad had my back and he said I tried. And I thought to myself, how growing up, that's how it was, you know, like that was basically how it was my my mom would push me and push me and and she always pushed me to do better and better and oh you didn't do that right and then like try to make me do it the right the other way and or like doing it for me because I didn't do it right and then my dad was always there like backing me up like oh at least she tried you know you did it you tried you did good and I don't look at it anymore as that she doesn't understand me or I don't look at it anymore as she bothers me I look at it now as that is her pushing me to be better. And even though it might not be what I want to hear. So that's how I see it now. I don't get upset at all. And I just say, that's my mom. And I still love her, you know? Like I said, we're really opposite. She's her and I am just me. And it's okay to be different. And it's okay to see things from a different perspective. And it's okay if she doesn't understand like everything or how I operate. And it's okay that we have different opinions because we can grow from each other. That is also a beautiful thing about humans. We have the ability, the capability to grow from one another. And people need growth. People need to build and, and learn and always learn from each other. So you're not going to have the same views as the people you love. And that's how life works. The one thing that you can do in life is to change your perspective of how you see what they do, how they act, and what they say. Maybe it's not about you. Things are not always about you. Maybe it's about just how they talk. That's just how their body moves. That's just how they say things. Being able to look at things in a different way is growth. And remember, people, they're not the behavior. People's behavior is not their identity. How they behave doesn't mean that's who they are. Just always work on yourself. If someone does something that you consider bad, quote unquote, that does not make them the identity of being a bad person. That's just a behavior they did that was bad. They can still be a good person. I mean, most of us are good people in the world, um, but we all have our fuck ups and we can all do something bad that doesn't make us a bad person. And if we can see that, if we can shift our mind, your world is going to change. Just always work on yourself, no matter what the age range is. And I say, when I say this, I literally mean no matter what the age range is. 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. I kind of cut it at 90s though. Like when you're 90, you honestly, it's whatever. Like 
be who you want to be. You want to be that little cranky old person? Be the little cranky old person. Like, I know that I'm going to be like that weird old lady that's just going to like make funny sex comments all the time. That's just going to be me. Because <laughs> I just love that. Like, why not be a creepy little old lady? You're like, oh, sunny. <laughs> but growth <laughs> is amazing. I also don't think you're actually old, old until you're about like 80. At least that's my opinion. Obviously, your body will make you feel older, but you're still working now. You're still in shape. My great-grandma Jenny, she, whew, she was still going to Disney at 86. So you guys can get it. But <laughs> the reason why I say no matter what the age range is, is because you can get stuck in a rut and not learn anything and not grow besides, you know, working, raising a family and loving your partner. If you're not doing anything else to better yourself, you're going to lose sight. If you get stuck in a rut, not working on who you are, you can lose sight of how you are treating the most important people in your life, the most important people that are around you. You can lose your identity. I believe that a person that can look back on their life in a different perspective is a person that is growing more and truly learning about themselves and being a more powerful being in the world. It's something we can all do. It's just a matter of being mindful about it, you know, really taking that time. Finding self-love in my early 20s has really changed my view on myself and others around me. And the changing of my perspective has definitely been a growth enhancement. And I have been blessed because I grew up with two sides of the coins and that's how I see it now. I grew up with a fun father and a strong mother. And I honestly wouldn't, I wouldn't want it any other way. Um, can't complain. I honestly absolutely love and adore my mother. She's a freaking strong, powerful entity in my life, a beautiful woman. And even though we have had many, many struggles and ups and downs and fights that I wish never happened, but did. And you know, that helped me grow as well. And I'm definitely blessed to say that she's in my life. I just have one last thing I want to say to her. Anyways, the moral of the story is <laughs> to have a look at your heart events in your life through different perspectives, guys. That is the moral I'm trying to make right here. And if you haven't been able to look at those hard times through a different glasses lens, then maybe it's time you did. Maybe it's time that you hook off those bad glasses and switch your perspective. It definitely takes a weight off your shoulders. Thank you everyone around the world for listening. I hope you have a magnificent day or night.